How's everybody doing? My name is Sina Palavan and welcome back to another episode of the Talk Too Much podcast. I'm happy to be back with you guys because this week I'm finally going to do what I've been trying to do for a long time and that's cover augmented reality. Yes, you've seen me do virtual reality. You've seen me talk about the metaverse, about all these NFTs, about everything. But augmented reality, that's an area I've yet to explore and that's why this week is so special to me. This week, I'm interviewing the CEO and co-founder of the augmented reality platform, Superworld. His name is Mr. Rish Latlikar. Mr. Rish has a background in business development and has been involved in the blockchain and tech space for quite some time now. He believes augmented reality is here to enhance our physical world. 10 years from now, we're all going to be in virtual reality, or 20 years from now, in virtual reality, uh, doing play to earn, gaming to earn money, earn income for our families. That's where we're headed. That will be in the virtual world. The physical world and the activities we do in this world will be completely enhanced by augmented reality. Right now, I'm filming this podcast from my apartment, the apartment I hold the title to. In Superworld, you can buy the virtual real estate on top of this apartment. Even though I own this apartment, you can buy the virtual real estate that is on top of this physical part of land. How? Superworld is an augmented reality platform, as I mentioned, that covers the entire planet, meaning there's a plot of virtual real estate for each plot of of actual physical land. Everywhere, from my grandparents' house in Romania to this apartment in Las Vegas. There's virtual real estate everywhere, and guess what? It's only selling for 0.1 ETH. For all you newcomers in the Ethereum Ethereum ecosystem, if you're looking to get into NFTs, instead of going for all these profile picture avatar projects, which they're great, A lot of them are getting priced out and more expensive and have the same utility as others. Why don't you try something like this, an NFT with a different use case? Now, the great part about Superworld is it's also a social media platform in a sense. It's a platform to engage and communicate with other people, not just, you know, publicize AR content. What do I mean by that? I mean, anybody can create any experience and invite you to their world. You watching this can create a bunch of AR content and program it to be in my apartment right here. And then you can invite me to your world to see this AR content. If you don't invite me to your world just because you own this plot of land, doesn't mean I'm going to see your content. The great part about all of this is you can buy, sell, create, and monetize AR content through Superworld. It is a new paradigm in the NFT industry in the sense of right now, When we look at all these NFTs, these assets, we're looking at them on a screen. They're not really contained yet in another dimension, so to speak. I know that sounds weird, but that's really what Superworld is. It's a virtual plane of reality where all this content can be stored. Your bored apes, your cool cats, your vogus, whatever they may be, you can put them in certain places in certain places in Superworld and have people engage with these uh, digital assets in augmented reality. And there's many new use cases that are coming out. But Mr. Rich, as I said, his goal with augmented reality is to enhance the physical world. And to me, um, it's just exciting to do this interview and get to show you guys what really like what augmented reality actually is and where we're going to be in the future. Like if you've noticed in all my episodes every week uh, when I talk to my guest, I try and paint a picture for you guys of like how society will be in 10 years. You know, I don't know if any of you guys um, have watched Ready Player One. I'm not going to sit here and say that's the best movie of all time, but I will look you all in the eyes and say that is 100% nonfiction. That is reality. That is where we're headed, except integrated with blockchain assets. So for me, AR, VR, that's just, I'm convicted that's the future. I'm just kind of 
waiting for reality to catch up to these uh, theories, so to speak. And for me, I'm excited to show you guys uh, where my head's at, where society will be. As I said, I believe eight hours of our day will be in VR and the other eight will be in physical reality with AR enhanced graphics everywhere. Everywhere there will be content and new experiences for all of us to delve into. It's kind of crazy to think of where the world's going. It's, it might be a simulation, it's a game, whatever you want to call it. Um, but that, that fantasy life, that fantasy RPG life that we used to dream of when we were kids, uh, like RuneScape, you know, that's, that's a reality. And I think week by week, these episodes are going to show you guys that. Without further ado, let's get into Superworld. Um, thank you so much for joining me officially. I know we had this meeting last week to, to prepare for, for this meeting. And since then, I've watched that interview you guys recommended to me. And I've also done a little bit more digging in into Superworld. And I'm actually very excited to release this. But before we get into Superworld, I want my audience to get a, <clears throat> a taste of who you are and how you got involved in the blockchain industry. So before we get into anything Superworld, can you give my community, my audience, a background on yourself, sir? Yeah, sure. I'm happy to. And it's a pleasure to be here. And thanks again for the opportunity to share our vision at Superworld um, with your audience. So thank you. It's always, uh, it's always fun. Um, so yeah, my background is uh, I was born in India. I grew up in the United States. I uh, grew up in Houston. I went to Rice University, um, uh, grad school in Illinois, lived in Madrid, Paris, and London between college and grad school. I've always loved oh. the world and traveling. Um, so been a, just an honor to be able to do something like Superworld. It's definitely um, a part of my heart. So it's, uh, it's something I really enjoy. Um, I, after grad school, um, I started my career in management consulting and then investment banking on Wall Street. I was at UBS and HSBC in New York, uh, working in public finance, corporate finance and M&A. Um, it's a funny story, but I started off my career in real estate investment banking and now we're doing virtual real estate. So it kind of came full circle. Um, and then after that, uh, I had an idea to start a venture capital fund somewhere in the emerging markets. Uh, ended up coming to Eastern Europe. Uh, didn't know anyone. I, I started off in Ukraine, then Russia, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland, Moldova. Took me about a year and a half, but I ended up starting a venture capital fund in Ukraine, um, backed by um, a, a, an investor named Viktor Pinchuk. Uh, the fund was called East Labs, uh, and then did the same thing. I am on the board of Tech Minsk, uh, which is based in Minsk, Belarus, um, which is backed by the U.S. State Department and Google. And wow. then, um, and then was early at a company called TopTel, which is a talent marketplace backed by Andreessen Horowitz. Um, I was an early employee there and first biz dev. Learned a lot there and had a great experience. And then. Um, about five years ago, started Rogue Initiative Studios, which is a film, television, gaming, and virtual reality studio in Hollywood. Uh, my co-founder produced Call of Duty, Modern Warfare series, and Ghosts. And my production partner is Michael Bay, the action director, is known for Transformers, The Island, Armageddon, Pearl Harbor, big action movies. And Rogue Initiative, we do franchises, feature film, television, gaming, virtual reality, all the way to amusement park rides and toys. And really, that's how I got into the EAR VR industry. And, you know, come from that industry. And what happened was, you know, Pokemon Go had come out, became this huge hit. And we thought, you know what, 
we can't build the next Pokemon Go. What if we could build a world? What if we could build a place where the next thousand Pokemon Go's gets built onto it? And that was kind of the high-level vision to start Superworld. So number one, before I even, because I'm about to transition into Superworld, do you think that just because you said everything's kind of come full circle and when you said that, um, I just kind of thought about myself and my life, how I was into anime growing up and drawing, and then I threw it away because it was boring. And then here I am into NFTs to 20, 15, <laughs> 17 years later. And I also noticed yeah. you said that when you were going around Eastern Europe uh, trying to start your VC fund, there was one name you left out, and that's Romanian. I started laughing because no one's going to Romania for, for, for those types of things. But you said that you went to Ukraine, Moldova, and I'm just very familiar with that, that area. I've been there my whole life. I've been traveling around there. Mm-hmm. So now I want to get into um, Superworld because to me, uh, my audience is going to really, I think this is a new, uh, a breath of fresh air for them. They're going to be really surprised at what exactly Superworld is. Now you mentioned, um, I think you mentioned NFTs as well in this, in what you just said. How is, what is Superworld and how is Superworld um, connected to the NFT world? Yeah, so Superworld is a virtual world built on top of the real world. It's all around us. We're in it right now. You have a world. I have a world. Brands have worlds. So if I come to New York or LA or Boston or Madrid or Tokyo or Beijing, anywhere in the world, you could say, Rish, check out my world. And I could walk around and you've left me things. You've left a hologram of yourself in downtown New York. I can talk to you. It's interactive. You've left photos and videos in different places. You've left NFTs all over the world for me to discover and buy or sell. You've personalized the real world in augmented reality. So Superworld, again, is a, is a virtual world in augmented reality. Um, that's all around us that enables anyone to create, discover, and monetize anything anywhere. And when you did, have you ever seen the movie Ready Player One? Yeah. Would you say that the super world right now, like right now in its early stages before AR, and we're going to get to that, gets to full adoption, kind of resembles like the the prehistoric oasis in the movie? It's like uh, you're you're kind of describing a virtual dimension that is all around us that we can, it sounds like, cause you just said what you said, you could leave pictures, images. Well, <clears throat> what if I wanted to leave like a quest for you? What if you go to New York, I want to leave you a quest, like some clues around, and then you get yeah. to a dinner or, or a lunch with some famous person at the end is, would you yeah. say that Superworld is very similar to like an oasis from ready player one? Yeah. So, I mean, in ready player one, uh, if you remember, uh, the main character goes to like his, you know, small little kind of apartment place that he lives in and he puts on like a VR headset. Uh, and then he has a, like a haptic suit on. And then he's like in this like track VR, right. device where he's, so he's in VR. Um, the difference in that and what we're doing at Superworld is Superworld is AR and VR. So we're on top of the real world so the content can exist anywhere, but the type of content is augmented reality, which can be placed anywhere in the world, or can be virtual reality content. So you can go from any location into virtual reality from Superworld. So, okay, so this is accessible. Both are available. Yeah, it's accessible uh, at any point in the world is what you're saying. So 
I have. Yeah. A, so as I'm, I'm looking at right now, um, at, at the map, it says on the Super World website you can buy, um, virtual real estate anywhere in the world. So mm-hmm. before we get into mm-hmm. that, I, you've mentioned this word augmented reality, um, and I know that this mm-hmm. is a very familiar word in our society, but for anybody that doesn't know. What is your definition of augmented reality and why did you decide to build Superworld around it? Yeah, so augmented reality is when you add digital information to your surroundings. So that information can they take the form of 3D objects, audio, video, you know, literally any type of information, any type of digital information that augments your surroundings and your experience. Um, virtual reality is when you add so much information around you that the surroundings that you're currently in um, are overtaken by that simulated environment. So it becomes a fully simulated environment, right? So, you know, you're sitting on your couch and you go and suddenly you're on the beach and you look around and all you see is the beach, right? The difference is in augmented reality, you're sitting on your couch and now there's a hologram in your living room, but you're still in your living room, right? That's the difference, augmented reality versus virtual reality. Um, and so again, Superworld um, is augmented reality because it's built on top of the real world. You're anywhere able to go into the, you're in the real world and you can add digital information to the real world. However, the fact is, is you can also go into virtual reality because from any location, you can go totally virtual. So you're saying you could really like what you're what you mean by that is you could build out a virtual landscape, a complete virtual world around you on top of the existing plane that would make you see yes. in VR. OK, and yeah, you would be in you would be in VR. Yeah. OK. And now now I want to transition into you mentioned all these digital assets and building these VR worlds. Well, yeah. What are these assets? Are they, on the on the website they're NFTs, right? So how how so if my audience Superworld um, uses NFTs to build their entire uh, AR plane, AR AR world. So I was going to ask you for for anybody in the NFT industry right now that's taking a look at at Superworld, why should they um, take a look at the Superworld marketplace? What can they do with these assets as opposed to regular NFTs? Yeah, so the difference is um, in Superworld, you can take NFTs and you can put those NFTs into augmented reality in the real world around you. So instead of, you know, just looking at an NFT on your screen, on your desktop or on your mobile device, you can actually place that NFT in locations around the world that have significance to you. So again, you know, we have a number of artists that showcase their NFTs in Central Park in New York or, you know, in Venice on the beach, on the boardwalk, you know, so there's a lot of locations, museums around the world that people want to put their NFTs. You can put those NFTs anywhere in the physical world, in augmented reality. And that's a huge difference um, that allows Superworld to, you know, empower artists to, again, to, to allow discovery of their NFTs in locations that people already care about. And I think that, okay, so that is something I want to touch on because now now this kind of reminds me of like marketing in the old days, since this is like a re- uh, the birth of the virtual world all in all, like Superworld, 
Somnium Space, Decentraland, all these virtual worlds, AR worlds. I was going to say, like, this reminds me of back then when you bought, uh, when you're thinking to buy, you want to start a pizza shop in the 1800s or whatever it may be. You need to think of what street corner um, would get the most traction, what street corner would get the most foot traffic. So it's really cool to see now all these like futurists, like um, uh, like people like us who are so into NFTs and stuff, have to really like build a, a whole new world universe from the ground up because this is really the start of it. I'm assuming ten years from now, Super World's going to have AR content embedded in and all across the world. Like wherever you go, you'll see some Super World content. So I was going to ask you because you just mentioned that. Well, we we you can the great thing is you can display your NFTs in AR. Well, can I display any NEF, NFT I have? Um, can I display my cool cats? Or does it have to be an NFT integrated into the marketplace? No, that's a great point. So it doesn't have to be created on Superworld. You can create an NFT anywhere on any marketplace. And you could take that NFT and you could put it in Superworld. Currently, we have a way of putting an, uh, a, a, you know hyperlink uh, in the comment of the NFT so that way someone can click on that link and go to wherever you are selling that NFT, um, uh, you know, whether it's in Superworld or another marketplace. And soon we're integrating one, one touch buying. So you can click and you know, buy your NFT regardless of where it is um, very seamlessly from the Superworld platform. And so we want to enable anyone to you know, create NFTs anywhere, put those NFTs in Superworld, and also, you know, just whether it's NFT or non-NFT content, enable anyone to realize that they can create content and be able to access and deliver that content anywhere in the world. I, I think that's actually um, fascinating the, the way you described it. So you say that if I'm a creator of an, an NFT, I can also, I can sell whatever NFT um, on Superworld. Is that what you said to not just buy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and exactly. I, that 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 to me is huge because I think that the and a lot of the NFTs are gaining traction because of their brand recognition. You know, board apes. It would be cool to display a board ape in, in AR. I think people would really love that. So I was going to ask you, as from where you are now as a businessman, what do you think uh, is the next step for Superworld to reach like full full adoption? I think we had this talk um, last time we talked on here. Do you think that it, it you're more so like AR, you're following the AR augmented reality tech train, or do you think you could pull ahead and bring the augmented reality tech train with you, if that makes sense? Yeah. And, you know, I think that we're following uh, a number of technology inflection points, right? So um, as you think about uh, augmented reality and virtual reality, that trend has really picked up steam since Oculus got acquired by Facebook. And Facebook really started making um, large investments in improving their platform. And now Oculus Quest is um, at a really good price point. It's a very high quality device on the VR side of it. Um, and is really showing, you know, how quickly, you know, um, that platform is moving towards AR. Oculus has passed through and um, enables developers now to build on pass through um, on on that device in terms of AR content. Snap has come out with Spectacles, another version of Spectacles, um, which again is um, advancing their efforts to create AR. 
Uh, Apple is coming out with a device uh, very soon that's going to enable AR and VR. Um, like there's a um, like a headset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. going to be like an Oculus competitor. You're saying it's going to be uh, an XR device, so it's going to be AR and VR. Yeah, and okay. it'll compete with the probably the next version of Oculus for sure. So, um, so along XR with is spectacles. AR and VR. XR is AR and VR. Yeah extended reality right it's ar and vr and um and you know there's uh, a chip called the snapdragon chip that came out from qualcomm a couple of years ago and basically that chip really enables any hardware manufacturer to get into the ar vr manufacturing space with headsets and so you're going to see a lot more companies come out with ar vr uh, AR, VR headsets on the AR side and VR side, as, as you asked me the question. And then, you know, I, I think the other thing that's really going to um, really propel um, not only Superworld, but users into this space of discovery of content around them is, is the ability to, again, create NFTs, um, the ability to program those NFTs um, and create, you know, future cash flows from those NFTs and be able to put that content in geographic locations using Superworld. And so it, it gets people to start looking for these things um, because they're out there, you know, the creators are putting them there. Um, they're making them accessible in AR. Um, I think it adds a lot, as you mentioned, to the NFT type content to put it in AR. Um, and then when you add kind of the third inflection point of, you know, artificial intelligence and to be able to understand the context of your environment, um, to understand utilizing computer vision, um, you know, what, what you're looking for, what you're interested in, be able to provide you with experiences that are catered for you. Um, you're going to start instead of looking at your phone um, to discover what you should be doing. You're just going to be looking around to discover what you should be doing. And that's just a much better native experience. And so I think user behavior is definitely going to drive um, the, the early adoption of, of the hardware that's going to enable those types of uh, experiences. What about, and, and I, I actually just so agree with that. It's, I don't think, I think our grandkids are actually going to laugh at us that we pulled out a device to check stat, stats or whatever, when they're just going to do this and, and tap it up on, on front of them. I was going to ask mm -hmm. you to, to actually start with that. How do we view these things? Is there a set of, we talked about the Oculus. Is there a set of glasses? Mm -hmm. Is there a, a, a phone app that allows us to view these AR, this AR content across the world on Superworld? Yeah. Um, we have an app. It's called Superworld. Uh, you can find us on on the iOS store or the Android store, Superworld, or sometimes Superworld Space AR. Um, and that app allows you to create, discover content anywhere. Um, the NFT marketplace, which is on our browser, uh, SuperworldApp.com, that allows you to place those NFTs geographically. Um, and so again, you know, we're in the process of like building and developing the mobile apps in open beta right now. Um, but over and over the next several months, um, in Q4 this year, we'll launch a, a very, uh, large upgrade on that mobile app. 
um, that allow uh, really awesome, uh, you know, experiences to be created and discovered there. So we're very excited about that. And uh, do you think there's ever, uh, yeah. like you, you, as we were talking about the Oculus, uh, right now mm-hmm. it's it's like these VR devices are big devices. Like you can't really take them into into public with you. They have to be connected to a computer. Yeah. Is there ever going to be a day like when Superworld, like if they release, do you believe, first of all, they're going to release like a very easy to use pair of glasses that you could take anywhere with you to view this type of content? And if you do, do you believe Superworld will be integrated into that system? Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that the glasses are going to get a lot lighter and a lot better and a lot more versatile. Um, so you're not going to be, you know, wearing these like VR goggles um, like the Oculus, current Oculus Quest that has passed through uh, around, um, even though that does allow you to see through those goggles, you know, if you've ever looked through one of those things. Um, but you're going to have um, a much more stylish uh, version of that. Um, which uh, allows you even more greater capabilities. Um, and we're seeing that already. Um, and, you know, Facebook, for one, has partnered with uh, Ray-Ban um, to deliver their next version of glasses. And I think Apple, uh, once they enter the, the fray, they're going to have something that's super stylish and versatile as well. And we're going to be built on all of those. We're, we're hardware agnostic. You, you said Facebook's teaming up with Ray-Bans to do this? Yeah. That's actually kind of insane. Like Ray-Bans is a fashion brand. They, they have no business in tech. So now yeah. they're going to combine their skill sets with Facebook. That's going to be a must-grab item, yeah. I think. Like, honestly. I was, do you think that this glasses phenomenon is like one of the most important factors to full adoption? Like if we could just wear something that we could see all this like that or no? Are you not as worried about that? No, I think that when glasses come out, it's going to be um, a real change um, in the ability of uh, users to access this type of content. So it's going to be much more native. It's going to be much more natural instead of lifting up a phone to look around you, to just wear the glasses and look around you. And um, so I think that's going to really accelerate adoption of not only content creation, but content discovery. Um, and by the time that happens, you know, we expect to have lots and lots of uh, AR content around us uh, in, in Superworld. Um, but we are excited about um, when glasses do come out because it's just gonna further accelerate um, the early adopters who get them to start creating and discovering content in augmented reality. It's crazy as, as I'm doing this interview, I'm just thinking to myself, like this entire year, I've been so focused on VR. Um, I didn't know how hand in hand they go. And I didn't even know how prevalent mm-hmm. AR is about to be. And I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. as I'm, I'm really looking at this map for, mm-hmm. for my newbie audience, for anybody getting into NFTs, um, this, these mm-hmm. price points are very realistic. I'm looking at these mm-hmm. price points. I'm thinking to myself, why would a normal person come in the space and invest $5,000 on a random picture avatar project that might go down when there's 0.1 ETH properties in the virtual space right now. So for mm-hmm. my newbie audience, what would you say, Mr. Rish, is the best advice uh, for them to get into this? Why should they invest in virtual real estate? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a very long-term play in a way, right? Um, 
we've mapped out the whole world. There's a lot of places in the world. I always say everyone has their special place. The beauty of virtual land is that everyone can relate to it. Um, you know, I see a lot of people buying art because they think it's going to go up in value. They don't know much about it. Um, maybe they wouldn't buy it if it was a physical form of art, um, but they just, you know, are, are getting into stuff. And so I always tell people to get, get stuff that you like, get stuff that you know about, get stuff that kind of calls to you. Um, and the beauty of virtual land, especially, you know, virtual land that encompasses places that you you know you've grown up around that you love you you know spent you spend time around etc um it's all very relatable um and 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 again um you know there's uh there's land out there for everyone that you can grab and 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 once you buy it you can reprice it to whatever you want right again it's an nft so you can buy it for point one and you can reprice it. And, and the beauty of it is there's probably other people that also, you know, um, value that area because they've grown up there or they know about that place or they have friends who love that place, whatever. Right. I mean, it's, it, it, there's always, there's someone who always values somewhere. And, um, and, and so that's what makes it interesting in a different way from art um, because we all appreciate our surroundings and then once you add to that, the fact that you can actually, you know, make those surroundings even more interesting by adding content, adding your own art, adding NFTs to that content, adding experiences, um, and, you know, creating um, ways to other people to discover those locations, um, as well as having the ability to do that an infinite number of times, because everyone has their own filter of the world in that location right that's um, what i actually wanted to touch you can on real quick. value mm -hmm. i just wanted to yeah. ask you can Got you it. explain that because yeah. i forgot to ask you earlier in the interview when this is a virtual world but when you put on their your glasses there are multiple multiple mm -hmm. planes can you really explain that layer or slash plane system real quick yeah so i i call it a you know virtual filters or there's an AR filter on top of the real world. And so let's say, for example, you know, you own Central Park in New York, right? I could be sitting in Central Park and I could be looking at the latest Lamborghini Countach that came out because I'm a fan of that car. And I look at it and I'm sitting there kind of looking around and opening the doors and checking it out. Um, and you're a fan of SpaceX and you want to see their latest, you know, rocket ship that they've built. And you're like looking at that. Um, one of our other friends is looking at their feet, checking out the newest Nike shoes, right. Um, on their feet. Um, someone else is trying on makeup on their face using an app from Sephora um, um, to check out, you know, makeup or jewelry or clothes or, you know, any, anything. Right. And so I've given you an example of five people sitting around in the same plot of virtual real estate and Superworld, and looking at five different augmented reality experiences in five different filters of the world. Right. I'm looking at um, you know, the Lamborghini's world, you're looking at, you know, our friends looking at Nike's world, you were looking at SpaceX's world, 
someone was looking at Sephora's world, and then maybe someone else was checking out, you know, your world, right? Because you've left some content there because you're selling some NFTs. And so again, any spot can have an infinite number of filters on the real world that all of us can enjoy if we're physically there or virtually there. I could virtually beam in from anywhere in the world because you're like, hey, check this out. I'm in, you know, you could put a 360 live feed of what you're doing in Central Park and I can, you know, beam into that live feed. And now I'm checking out what you're doing there in Central Park. I don't even have to be there. And I can at the same time check out all those other worlds as well. So you can have, you know, lots and lots of visitors to any location from anywhere. Does that mean that multiple people? So if you, you mentioned Central Park, can if I buy Central Park, yeah. can you also buy Central Park or um, is there a different me- technical mechanic in play? Yeah, so the land, there's only 64 billion plots and each plot of land covers a city block of the world. So there's only a certain number of blocks that cover Central Park. And each one is distinct and covers its own section of Central Park uh, or anywhere in the world for that matter. And so, again, if you own a block, you get, you know, a share of all the economics in the infinite number of worlds that exist there. Oh, okay. So, so it doesn't mean, so just to get this straight. So one block holds Mm -hmm. many filters and you, Mm -hmm. you as the buyer purchase a block of real estate, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can, yeah. so I can't purchase the same block as you if you purchase it. Nope. I have to buy it from you. Yes, exactly. Okay, I get it now. And in within that block, you can, uh, for example, if I own a block at Central Park and there's multiple mm-hmm. layers and Sephora comes mm-hmm. up to me and says, hey, I want this layer. I want to rent out this layer. I can build out a virtual world for them on one of my layers and charge them money for it. And then I could do the same for others, you're saying? Well, actually, you wouldn't have to do anything. You just own the block and Sephora can come and build anywhere, anywhere. They don't have to ask you for permission anytime they want. And you're getting a share of anything that they do or the anything that happens in the infinite number of worlds. So no one has to ask permission from anyone to do anything. Anyone can do anything anywhere. But if you own the land, now you're getting a share of that. And you could promote people to do things in certain areas. You could say, hey, guess what? Um, This Sunday, we're having a rock concert in Central Park. If you're creating music content, put it in Central Park at this location. And now you have lots of people putting all kinds of, you know, videos and music content in that location. And guess what? You own that location. So now you've created even an event where people are doing things in a location that you love, but that could happen an infinite number of times because someone else could do the same thing about some other genre or something else. And so again, you can create areas where content creation are uh, optimized and facilitated by people that either own the land or have other, you know, common interests around creating content in those locations. That, that's actually insane. Just because I'm trying, I'm thinking of all like the multiple things you can do um, just by owning an important block of land. I was going to say this. Mm-hmm. What if what if you come on my land and you put uh, an AR piece of content that I don't like that, like let's say you're a competitor of my business or, or you make fun of me somehow. Can I as the block owner remove that AR content or is it there no matter what? 
Well, the thing is, is that, you know, the content that you put um, on your plot of land or that you put anywhere in the world, that content is in your filter of the world, right? There can be an infinite number of filters on the world. And so I might not ever see the content that exists on your filter of the world just because I might not be following you. I might not be interested in your content. Um, you know, again, just as you um, utilize uh, Instagram or Facebook or, you know, other social networks, um, and you might not ever see someone's profile, you know, a lot of the content that you're going to see in Superworld is based on, you know, what you're interested in, who you're following. We're really interested in permissioned-based, you know, use of data. So we want to um, basically provide you with things that you want to see. I get it now. Now, now it seems like everything just came full cir circle. This is more yeah. than an AR platform. This is literally like a world, like in the sense of it's a social platform as well. Like for me, mm -hmm. for, for us two to see each other's AR content in, in Central Square, whatever, we have to be following each other and, and see our, our worlds and our connections list in a way. So I, mm -hmm. I, I'm starting to see now like this, how it all ties together as a social platform, as and the, the benefits of owning virtual real estate, I'll, I'll say too, from my perspective is, look, as a young 20 year old growing, you have these thoughts, hey, I want to be successful. I need to be the man. I need to do something with my life. And then you, you, your head instantly goes to investments. And nowadays, everybody looks cool, tries to look cool and publicly talk about stocks or Bitcoin or Ethereum. And now there's NFTs. For me, I think a 0.1 ETH entrance into a virtual real estate is a very solid, uh, and again, this is not financial advice, but it's just a solid shot, a solid um, opportunity for any young, any young investor getting in the game. I think that, especially because this is going to be the future. And I don't want to take up that much more of your time, Mr. Rish. I would like to ask you, I ask all my guests this, if we were to have a conversation in one year and in 10 years, so both, what would you say mm -hmm. Superworld looks like a year from now and 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, in a year from now, um, I would think that as a Superworld super citizen, um, which is what we call our landowners, um, you'll have access to our applications across mobile, web, likely the first version of, of glasses, um, enabling you to create, discover, and monetize anything anywhere, including NFT content. Um, and so again, a lot of the things that we have talked about today you'll be able to do in a year. And most of those things you can already do right now. Again, ownership of real estate, creation and discovery and monetization of NFT assets anywhere. Um, again, over the next year, we're going to upgrade that mobile application to allow you to, to do a lot more content creation and discovery. Um, and we're going to enable you to go across platforms. So across hardware, you know, not just mobile chains. and web, but glasses. Um, across chains as well. Oh, yeah, really? across chains as well. Yeah, oh, wow, first, yeah, definitely. We're we're you know we're integrating with uh, Polygon. We're launching a token in Q4 this year. Um, that's huge. To the public. That's so yep. huge. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be huge. Um, you know, we're very excited about that. Um, so yeah, lots coming in the next year. Um, and then in the next 10 years, um, you know, we're likely going to be a brain computer interface. Um, so you're not going to need hardware and you're going to be able to access this content, um, likely through contact lenses or brain computer interface. You won't need glasses. Um, and you're going to be able to, you know, again, um, realize that Superworld is a platform that enables you to optimize and enhance your life in ways that make it much more compelling to learn, to entertain yourself, to travel, to make connections with your friends, to do business. And you're going to also understand that the reason that you want to use Superworld is because Superworld enhances the real world. We want to enhance the physical world by your activity. And so again, the, the idea is that we're building a community of people that want to come together to help improve things, to do things very positive for each other and the world. And that is kind of the goal of Superworld. And so I think in 10 years, um, I think that message is going to be, you know, pervasive. Um, people are going to understand the benefits of being part of a platform like Superworld. And you're going to be able to run the platform. So we're going we're to have governance in our community. Um, you're going to vote. You're going to be able to, um, you know, enact change. Like um, a DAO? And we're global. Yep, like a DAO. Um, and utilizing our token structure, um, you're going to be able to, to, to vote and, and to do things that are very positive for the world. And we're cross borders, right? So we don't have any, any borders in Superworld. We're in one world. Um, we're not nationalistic. Um, and, you know, I think you're going to be able to, 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 to get together with people from all over the world in a very positive way. That's, that's the goal. I, I noticed something interesting when you mentioned your 10-year plan. I, I, I had a meeting recently with um, uh, the former attorney general of Nevada, and, and he's a chairman at Capriati's too right now, and we were just talking about, um, about the future, and you said something that instantly caught my eye. You said that, you guys, can you repeat what you want? It's just what, that one phrase, you called it like a, a brain, that what you want Super Bowl to be in 10 years? Uh, you know, I, I think I, I probably said that in, in 10 years, you know, I, I want everyone to um, come together uh, to be able to, you know, create a society, a, a life, a, a way of kind of interacting in Superworld that is very positive, that benefits us all, that enhances the real world, enhances humanity. And again, um, that we all kind of are able to, to, to you know, enact that change as a community, have governance, um, have a society, and that—that's kind of the the plan. I th you you yeah. mentioned that through all this process of yeah. of coming together. Mm -hmm. um, I, when I had this talk with the former attorney yeah. general, he said that in 10, 20 years, we really yeah. will be together. Like we're going to operate as a hive. He believes um, that Ray yeah. Kurzweil, the AI, the head of AI at Google, said that in 10, yeah. 20 years. 
where all our cerebral cortex is going to be connected to the cloud. Do you actually believe that? And do you think Superworld can actually play a part in that as well? Yeah, you know, I think that you're you're going to want to uh, connect into Superworld because um, it's going to be very positive um, for people. Um, it's going to allow you to earn money. It's going to allow you to benefit the real world. It's going to allow you to, you know, have a better understanding of your connections and your friends and your work and entertainment. And um, at the same time, again, to be very clear, we want to be cognizant of of your data to be able to compensate, you know, users for their data, be very permissioned about the use of data. Um, so again, all of these things are very permissioned. Um, they're based on, you know, um, what you as a super citizen or a user want to accomplish. You know, we want you to be able to totally unplug from Superworld as well, um, which is very important. Again, Superworld is all about your reality. And we want to enhance your reality. Um, and so I would think your reality is what happens in the physical world. Um, and so again, um, you know, I, I think that's a very important um, caveat here is, you know, for me, I want, I, I enjoy reality and the physical world and Superworld only enhances that reality. And I think that that's, to me, that's big. When I said that, by the way, I, I meant more so because Ray Kernswell also said that we're going to have like blocks, like gates in our brains to, to give us mm -hmm. permissions. Now, I mm -hmm. do, I, I agree that that, that that was definitely included, but I think a, a permission decentralized system is still the way to go. I'm very, very bullish on how you, your approach towards Superworld, um, your genuine approach, as well as your execution. I think when you launch that crypto, I think your your whole platform and your new app upgrade, I think all this together at quarter four Q1 of 2022, I really believe Superworld is going to make a, a big leap forward. I also um, yeah. I also like how you said to, to end this interview, I really like how you how um, you made it a point to, to mention that <clears throat> this this app, this platform is going to make your life easier. And as, as we go into VR, everybody keeps talking about the physical world going to waste. So this is good that there's people, there's a project that's focused on enhancing reality. And as I said, this is more to help your reality get better, not not as a not to make things worse, not to invade privacy. This is really a, a life hack in a way that can get you to explore corners of your imagination that you never thought was possible in your lifetime. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Rich, exactly. I, I know I know you got to get going. I'm not trying to take your time up. I talk too much. No pun intended. So thank you so much uh, for doing this interview with me. I will be releasing it on Wednesday. You might get a couple of notifications throughout mm -hmm. the week. Mm -hmm. So again, once again, thank you so much. And um, I yeah, hope you thank you. Day. Of course. Yeah, thanks so much, man. Really appreciate it. Excited to, to continue our progress and to, to be on with your audience again. Great of interview. Course. Of course. I'm actually, I'll definitely be texting you on later in the year once that crypto comes cool. out, huh? <laughs> yep. Thank you, Mr. Rich. Have yourself a great day and be safe, most importantly. Awesome, man. See you later, buddy. Yes, Bye. sir.